Welcome to Stop, Pack, and Roll, a podcast about board games. We're making board games now. Buckle up as we take another lap around our racing game. I'm James. And I'm Brandon. Today we'll be talking about a board game based on Yahtzee and a prompt from our Robot Dinosaur Twitter account. <laughs> Brandon. Yes. Before we start. Yes. I have a, well, okay, hang on. I believe that this is the last stop back and roll of 2020. I believe that this is the last stop back and roll 2020. Because the next one would be the week of Christmas, which we usually take off. So our next stop back and roll will be on the 5th of January. Yes, it will be. We made it through this. this Another year down. Check. Uh, and our quality has decreased. And, yeah. and that's that's a bold thing to say, I know, because that means people might listen back to older episodes that I have a fuzzier memory of, which might mm-hmm. be worse than I remember. But uh, I, I feel like... That's why I don't listen to episodes of our podcast. Yeah, exactly. It's a trash podcast. <laughs> that's not true. This is a very good podcast, and James does an amazing job editing it and making it into something listenable. This this is like one of those, sorry, this is this is a very weird tangent, but this is one of those like ship of Theseus things where it's like, I swear I have actually never listened to any of the episodes of our podcast <laughs> because I listen to the unedited audio yeah. that I edit into the podcast. And once it is edited, I do not listen to it again. <laughs> and so I will to this day. And the ship of Theseus is, of course, the ship that Theseus bought all of the parts for, uh, edited them. Yes. And then refuse to yes. look at the ship. Yes. Yeah. So our our this is leading up to our goal for 2021 is we are going to buy a ship. replace me, <laughs> and Brandon will do that podcast with someone who is like me but is not, and then we will replace Brandon yeah with someone who is like him but not, and then the sh- the podcast will keep going and will it still be stop back and roll? Who knows? But uh, that's also the plot to Hades. Yeah. yeah. Is it? Yeah, it is. I've sort of been playing a lot of it. Oh. Yeah, your goal is to replace your podcasters. Oh, yeah. okay. It's like a dread pirate. Well, someone say. yells at you in a very attractive manner. Yeah. I thought the, the plot of Hades was that you had to kill your dad. That is. I Every every night, I like grab my Switch uh, for commercials. At 9 o'clock. At, at nine, yes, every night at 9 o'clock, specifically. Because uh, yep. that's when Hades is on. I grab my Switch, and my wife is immediately just says, ready to kill your dad? And I'm like, yep, going to try to kill my dad. <laughs> I've been playing. This is this is really really off topic, for especially us, because we have playing, like a really big thing. We have a to real do. topic. We have so to much about. to get done. I've been playing um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance with some of our other friends, and we'll I'll, every once in a while we'll see the Brandon is now playing Hades, and I was like, well, it's got to be nine o'clock. <laughs> That's because as as basically uh, Ellie's down, uh, yeah, and ready to go. Okay, so, so but we have a topic. <laughs> we we have a topic that I have been thinking about obsessively pretty much since you tweeted me about it. Um and I have um no thoughts on this. So, I honestly, I'll be really honest, I do not remember that tweet. What did I okay. even tweet at you? So, um take us back. T- taking it back, uh we have a uh bot that's the SHR. I think it's SHR bot. Uh, it's di- isn't it Dinobot? It might be SHR Dinobot. I think we did not. It's get SHR Dinobot. It. Yeah, because we couldn't get Dinobot. SHR Dinobot. Uh, at SHR our Dinobot on Twitter for a bot that has not been updated for over a year <laughs> and a half. Twenty seventeen or something. Ugh, so far back. And basically, what it was supposed to do is make games like make up game ideas like a stop hack and roll episode. It was basically me like making fun of us. And saying that we're just mixing and matching. And it started mm-hmm. out as this bit. And now it is just a thing that tags Pippin like seven times a day. And does <laughs> almost nothing else. Um, I actually am thinking of blocking Dinobot. <laughs> from <laughs> Pippin's account. Uh, which is full of a pup if you're looking for a cute dog to look at. Uh, but it tweeted. But apparently James and I both follow Dinobot. Uh, yeah. And it tweeted... What if there was a game about cobalt racing? Oh, right, yeah. And James uh, added me with it and said, like, what if? 
And then I obsessed over this thought and perseverated over this thought. It's really the ultimate. We've been talking about like non-standard fantasy games. And I think Cobalt's Racing is really peak non-standard fantasy game. And, and I'm, I've gone fully. I'm fully. I'm deep in this, James. <laughs> okay. I'm like, so I'm tell like me- this mini game that we write first is the jumping off point into a series of fantasy games that define a world of fantasy games instead of having one generic fantasy game it's a series of them rad race rad race yeah exactly uh so so what what (laughs) what first of all what what happened and where did you go what happened (laughs) why did this happen so uh here's what happened i was like oh Cobalt's racing game that makes me think of like pod racing because it's like you know like Cobalt's would not probably have beautifully made uh race cars they'd probably have like cobbled together stuff because their stuff is all about cobbled together stuff and then I was like oh man pod racer was a great racing game on the n64 and then I was like you know what's another great racing game on the n64 Diddy Kong Racing and then I was like, I'm going to redefine the entire RPG uh, system forever by destroying okay. character creation and replacing it with a character selection screen. Okay. And then I was like, I've designed a board game. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Can we pull it back? Is it not, Can it not be a board I game? I don't know yet. And so okay. part of this might be figuring out if we think this is a board game or a role-playing game. Okay. Uh but so, did you accidentally invent Formula D? I don't think so, because okay. Formula D does not have a section where you like adventure in like no. pits filled with monsters to try to like put together I mean, I your, your car. I've owned the game for years and I haven't played it yet, okay. but I don't think that's I, it. I don't think it does either. I don't think so. Uh, so here's kind of my concept, okay? Uh, and I don't know if we can make it an RPG or if it is just a board game, okay? Uh, but the game is played in two phases. One where you are adventuring in, like, the pits underneath the racetrack. Okay. And you're gathering up materials, and there's, like, scary, scary monsters down there. And you're playing, basically, like, the small size fantasy characters. Uh, mm-hmm. You might be a kobold. You might be a goblin, whatever it is. But they're, like, predefined characters that you pull from a character select screen. And you okay. have like a little like mini, like a little paper craft mini that you print and maybe color in. Uh, so you adventure around, you fight some monsters, you get some stuff, and then you put it on your car. And in phase two, you race your like pod racer style falling apart janky car through a track and try to okay. win and make money. I kind of, I, I, so I kind of really... I kind of like the idea of a game that is both a role-playing game and a board game. Yeah. And and plays in phases like uh, a Blades in the Dark game where you like you're doing your setup stuff yeah. and that's all role-played like dungeon diving mm-hmm. and then you have your like heist which is just you just play race. a racing board game. Yeah. And like I think that and so like where I where things devolved into this being a board game not a race game i mean not a role-playing game is when i went oh and you're not all in the same car and so that's when i was like oh this is not a role-playing game because this means you all are exploring the dungeony space alone and like trying to get stuff before your your opponents can and that's a board game interesting did you ever play milton bradley's hero quest I have not played Hero Quest because that is sort of the vibe that I get okay. from this a little bit. Nice. Um, so it's not I'm, a completely bizarre idea that could never work. Well, so obviously Hero Quest did not have uh, racing. Why not? <laughs> um, but it was a. It was. Lo- it was a. It was one of those games that is like. And so okay. Let me, like, let, me, like let me clarify. It's like a tactical board game that's meant to do it's a tactical board game. without the it is, role-playing part. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I played it when I was in elementary school, so I probably do not remember it. Um, you probably I played it I wanted perfectly. to purchase it. 
I've wanted to purchase it. Um, but the old versions of the game are over $300 now. And it just kickstarted. Yeah. But even that kickstarted version is like over a hundred dollars. This is a pretty intense game. Um, but you would, you would, you chose barbarian, dwarf, elf, or wizard. Okay. You know, yeah, the classic uh, character archetypes. Um, and then you would move around in this dungeon, and I guess you were, and you were supposed to be working together, yeah, like a like an adventuring party. Um, but it was that kind of like you would move around, and you would like as you like turned the turned the corner into the look at the definite like the next the next part of the hallway, then it would unveil what was there. Yeah. Uh, or if you moved into a room, it was because like, it was a board game. It was like a clue like board game kind of. Um, and and there were all these monsters and stuff that you would add. But I, like, I, I kind of almost like the idea that it would be like that. But maybe you're not working together with the other players. Yeah. You're just like rate you're racing to <laughs> to, uh, to clear this section of the, the 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 pits under the track. Yeah. To find new tires and stuff. I feel like like I, I feel like that like. When I was picturing this as I was picturing this as a role playing game, of course, because that's where my skills and gameplay is. But mm-hmm. like, the more I started imagining almost like betrayal at House on the Hill, that yeah. you're like moving around, you're ostensibly on the same team. You know, you're not interested in anyone. You want people to be. You're not having fighting fun. each you're not other fighting necessarily. Each other. Yeah. Um. I feel like I feel like even like that experience of like moving around and gathering stuff up and then, you know, being against each other and having the second phase where it's the race could be a lot of fun. Okay. And so I'm I'm just dying here, trying so hard to make it a role playing game where you are characters that do not interact with each other (laughs) in the first phase and then are in cars and aren't really interacting with each other in the second phase. What if, what if, what if, what if, what if the phase where you're, where you're diving under underground is a role playing game yeah. and it, and it has just like build it, we build it out as a game that has a pretty straightforward dungeon diving mechanic yeah. and, but has like a more robust sort of player versus player stuff. stuff. Not for like, you're not trying to hurt your other players, but you're just trying to like push them out of the way so that you can grab the magical engine first. Yeah kind of stuff that makes sense to me because because and then like the the, in the world of the game it could even be that like the pit dive that you do before you go in is part of the entertainment you know Mm -hmm. and it would make sense that a group of kobolds and and small type fantasy creatures would kind of go into the pits together as a group to protect each other Um, to have each other's back but would still fight over the loot yeah uh, and my thinking is that, like, the reason it's all the little creature guys is uh, partially to make it cute and partially just like, oh, yeah, the uh, the pod racer style things can't carry heavy things. Yeah. yeah. This yeah, is, you yeah, know, yeah. It's like it's like jockeys in real life tend to be uh, tiny. Uh, like, like, I'm a little bit tall to be a jockey. Uh, yeah. I'm not a jockey. Uh, not yet. Yet. Don't give up. Keep chasing that dream. I'm on that pathway. Everybody has that path of uh, (laughs) psychology to role playing games to jockey. Yeah, yeah, that's standard. That's the classic path. Yeah, yeah. So the 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 kind of the kind of eternal problem with our desire to do a racing role playing game Mm -hmm. is that (laughs) like. What do you do for the racing section? Yeah. Like, what is that? What does that look like, really? Yeah. And, and I think, and like, anyone who has been a listener of this show for a while knows that we have tried, like, three or four times to take a crack at this. And and I think that perhaps the answer is, like, it's a board game. Yeah, I think it is. Let's make it a board game. That- it just might need to be a board game. I have, have one or two other ideas for how to do it, but... Uh, it might be a board game. Yeah, and I think there's nothing wrong with that. I think, like, you know, there is, there's no reason you couldn't come up with a very fun board game that, like, and a board game that uses similar mechanics to your dungeon crawl. Yeah. And, like, I think also, if we set it up right, the dungeon crawl 
can be a role playing game or a board game. Yeah. You know, like fourth edition, you can play fourth edition without role playing once. You can play five yeah. E without role playing once. Yeah. Those aren't role playing games. No, that's true. They're tactical board games. <laughs> um, just going to throw it there and move on. <laughs> um, I actually really like the idea. Um, I just thought of this. Like you were saying, uh, dungeon diving like, um, like uh, Betrayal of the House on the Hill. Yeah. And I kind of really now love the idea that maybe you have a stack of cards or a stack so of fun. a stack of tiles. Yeah. You have a stack of tiles, and on one side they are dungeon tiles. Oh. And on the other side, they are Race like tiles. road piece tiles. That's cool. And so you literally are flipping it over to dive underneath the dungeon. That's super cool. I like that a lot. And then so then once once you do the race, like once you move from the pit to the race, do you flip over the same tiles? Um probably not, because that probably doesn't make a, a, a track that makes sense. That makes sense, sense yeah. Um, I was still thinking that you would have that you would just be like whenever the furthest far furthest bird, forward yeah. car moves, they place new tiles to go. Yeah. And maybe um, the advantage so of being that, in first place is that you're deciding how the tiles go. Yeah, but also that you have less time to. Re- so the advantage is you get to sort of place them a little bit. Yeah. But the downside is you have less time to react. Yeah. And the people behind you get more time. Yeah, definitely to make their plans or whatever. But so that, that is maybe how my, my idea for a, uh, for a racing oh board God. game goes. We're going to make a racing game. Is 2021 the year where we make a board game? Honestly, I like, I, if you had asked me two weeks ago, if I wanted to make a board game, <laughs> I would have <laughs> told you, know. you absolutely not. Like I, I have tried so many times to like come up with a concept mm-hmm. of a board game. I like, and I, I don't, I can't, I cannot do it. And, but I'm like, finally, like, oh my God, I love this. I love having like the idea of having like characters that are pre-made and like that I get to write little characters and like all that is super appealing to me. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I was immediately was like, can we cross over with other established IPs? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Get some some DLC in this. The Conkers to our, uh, that's also rare, but you know. You wouldn't know this because you don't know Diddy Kong Racing. <laughs> that's true, I don't. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Such sadness. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I, so, okay, so, thinking this through, um, you, um, so you'd have a section where you're doing dungeon diving. Yes. And that's, so that's pretty standard, like you... You like like you could literally run that um, using the rules of placing, um, r- using the rules to, of placing tiles per uh, betrayal the house in the hill. Yeah. Kind of you walk through a you walk through a room and you and it opens a, or you walk through the door it opens a, a new room you place the tile in a way that makes sense you build up a little of a dungeon. Yeah. What about that makes it like what what is the what is the hook for that section? Um, what about like the combat, the spell casting, the, the whatever, whether or not that is a purely role playing or whether or not that is a, um, or a, a more board gamey thing, but what is the, like, what's the hook there? What is the, what makes that different from a game like Hero Quest that just sort of tries to replicate that? Uh, <laughs> do we know yet? We might not know. Um, there's, I mean, like we could make this as, as simplistic as as just like basically a d20 system i think that's a little Mm -hmm. boring uh i think that each of the characters should have some abilities per a hero quest system yeah yeah yeah. um and that's about as far as i've gotten with it um okay i i keep on i constantly come back to yahtzee because yahtzee's like the one board game system that's always fun. Like you can stick whatever behind Yahtzee and it just kind of works. Hmm. Uh, I, I don't know that I have actually played Yahtzee either. Have you played King of New York? Mm, have you yes. played King of Tokyo? Yes. Both of those are Yahtzee. Um, okay. And so like having, I feel like it could be fun to have a thing where like, where you're not like, probably not tactical role-playing game, like like not moving your minis on the map. You've got mm-hmm. like just the big map squares. 
but that you're rolling and like trying to get your abilities and trying to line up what you want to do. Like you go in and you're like, oh, I I roll. I'm going to try to re-roll things to make a good attack out of this and, and that kind of stuff. Which also gives us um, materials that we can use before we get official materials, you know, because we can just use the King of New York Yahtzee dice. Because I was thinking now that that kind of thing could also be good for a racing game. Mm-hmm. Especially if yeah. there's some kind of like lock, like you were talking about the track ahead. If mm-hmm. you can la- lock stuff in before you're even before you're on the the tile, then you've got a lot more choices. I'm now on this Game Crafter website looking at the <laughs> the stock parts they sell uh, to see what's there because I'm curious. So then, okay. So I do like the idea that the combat section and the racing section are similar would be related or similar mechanically. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like I like the idea that you I mean, I'm a real sucker for the the formula D like you set how fast you're going and that determines how many how many dice you're rolling kind of. Yeah. Um, and then you have to like hit like in formula D it's you have to stop a certain number of times in each corner. Yeah. Um, and I don't know that that necessarily is what we want. But I imagine I'm imagining this. Uh, so I think that the the um, I think that the for me, yeah, the thrill of this is less of like a like Formula D is trying to really recreate racing, right? Whereas I think that the the hook for the racing section of this is more uh, uh, what obstacles are there yeah. on the course. Agreed. Because I while I have not played Diddy Kong Racing, I have played a lot of Mario Kart. Yeah, and <laughs> there's a lot of like optional jumps there's a lot of optional shortcuts there's a lot of there's a lot of um there's a lot of like pits and and other things that that you can do yeah um and i god i love the idea sorry i'm just imagining playing this and i love the idea of a like having a jump yeah that like like moves you off in one direction and it like off of the course and so if you're imagining like that you're placing tiles in one direction going forward, you then like have a jump that's like place a tile four blocks to the left and going in this direction. And so you place a tile like co- totally disconnected from, from the rest, the rest of, of the race. And then you have to try to work your way back to the race. That's very cool. Because that could also then that also. Depending upon like whether it's a sh- if it's supposed to be like a shortcut then you're yeah. placing it and the rest of the tiles need to catch up with you. Or it could so just be I an guess, alternate route that the two things yeah. bring together. Um, Are you imagining the races being circular? I don't know. I had because, them because yeah. that's just what I picture for races. Because there are races in Mario be. Kart that are straight. Yeah. Um, But... I do think, because I think another thing that if if we try to say that, the, if you're trying to say that the races are circular, then there's a little bit more, like, you've got to have rules for how the players place things yeah. to help make, make sure. them circular, <laughs> make sure they're circular, or you have to have, like, uh, a certain number of corner pieces or something like yeah. that, every straight piece to make, to, like, confirm that it's a, that it's a, that it's going to sort of turn around. Yeah. Um, I like the idea that if, if you can find a way to make it a circular race, then you have, you have to have, I, I would want you to have to have a second time around the track. Yeah, definitely. So that if you determine there's a shortcut, someone else can take the shortcut a second time around. Yeah. Um, I cause that also means fun. you can leave traps or something, you know, like you found yes. a trap in the, cause you found a trap in the dungeon. Now you get to drop it. Yeah, is fun. It's good. Yeah. And in terms of that, like in terms of obstacles, if we're thinking from like a Yahtzee style standpoint, or a King of New York style standpoint, then like you need to roll a certain amount of dodges to get around this obstacle. Yeah. Uh, and you also need to ha- maintain X amount of speed. Mm-hmm. Like, so in order to get through this space, you need to have uh, two dodge and two speed. Uh, and maybe you okay. roll that on yeah, your yeah. first time and you're good to go. Or maybe you're a little bit back and you see it and you're like, I'm just going to hold on to one of these speeds. So I'm ready for it when I come to that place. Interesting. Okay. 
so you could like bank them and not re-roll them yeah between between movements yeah now this means that it requires a lot of dice because it needs everybody to have like a full set like a full of, set like of five or so dice. yeah which is not bad like um, that's that no. can be fun yeah 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 and each i like that um so you have ca- pre-made characters mm-hmm. And the characters would all have, obviously, would have custom models. Yes. Or um, custom models or little, um, uh, little standees. Yeah. So you'd have custom characters, and those characters you'd want to have a little backstory, a little like the scripter line. Yeah. A couple of abilities. You probably want to give them some ability. Probably, um, probably both an ability in the dungeon and in the race. Yeah. I feel. Yeah, 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 yeah. A related, a related ability, mm-hmm. thematically related ability, exactly. Um, and then a set of cars, yeah, carts, maybe airplanes, whatever, uh, race cars. Um, so that you can have a separate, um, so you sort of do that choosing of player and then race car. I can see that. Yeah, I think th- that that um, like. I think that isn't necessary for minimum viable product, That's but it's potentially, uh, but I think is a very cool thing to have. I'd love to have that. Um, I like the idea that, um, well, so, okay. So to bring it back, maybe the way that you do it to, um, in in Diddy Kong racing, do you really choose a cart or is it really just one? You choose. Yeah. You just choose your regular thing. So I wonder if then maybe what we're doing is okay, okay, okay. It okay. sometimes is a um, hover car um, or a or a, an yeah. airplane, but okay. I'm lear- I'm thinking about game design, board game design for the first time ever. Yeah, I know it's um, so intimidating. So, so here's maybe what you have. Here's what you have. Here's what you have. You have um, you have a a character sheet, and on that character sheet, the character sheet is maybe like one of a couple different form factors of race vehicle. Okay. Like motorcycle or race car or air cover thing or whatever mm-hmm. um, that has like some base stats associated with it. And what you are doing when you then go into the dungeon is finding more things to customize your cart. Oh, that's cool. So like give it, you different abilities. So it like changes it basically like you put your cards and it like, like this is I changed out the wheels. I changed out the Yeah. That's kind of cool. Which which brings it back into a little bit of the the rad, the rad crawl style of because I'm just imagining like so I'm imagining a, um, I'm imagining like one of those those games where there's like a pad of character sheets yeah. and you tear one off from the pad that you want and it starts <laughs> with like um the 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 Mario Kart whatever. The Mario Kart cars all have like um they have speed, acceleration, weight, handling, and traction, but we wouldn't necessarily need to do those yeah. specifically. I'm imagining like so just like for an example, say they have wheels and uh they have wheels and bot an engine and um what's a third thing? Wheels, engine, and like a spoiler. Okay. Um which help which determines like how well you can like fly. Yeah. Like if you hit a ramp or something like that. Um and that so for for like a regular race car maybe your engine is like a a three your wheels are a two and your spoiler is a one yeah whatever like who knows whatever it is um and then when you are doing the dungeon diving what i'm imagining then is when you when you get the loot what you're getting is a little like square cardboard piece yeah that has like a picture of a wheel and a number on it okay and you put that on your character sheet on top of the spot that says wheels two. Yeah. Because now you have a wheels three. Right. And it has uh, some kind of like, these are skeleton wheels. They're wheel four. Yeah. 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 They're visually like they have, there's a word. Maybe there's a, a book where you look up, what do skeleton wheels do? Yeah. And then you, uh, you write that down next to it. Yeah. In the blank space. Cool. And then those, those either can give like an ability or they can change your stats in the thing. Yeah. They change like, I'm imagining that it's a lot of like, um, it's a lot of, because let's make this as complicated as possible. Um, it's, um, you're, you're choosing like, there are wheel dice and engine dice and spoiler dice. Oh, that's a lot. <laughs> like results um, or? 
or like dice. I'm imagining I'm imagining dice. Okay. Like maybe maybe they're all d6s. Okay. Um to keep them standard, but I'm kind of imagining a little bit of a a little bit of a um Genesis uh fantasy flight dice style like different yeah. colored dice with different like pictures on them. Um so and so you're so you are each each like component has a number and maybe an ability and or maybe they start with no ability. Yeah. And if you have like a three engine or a two die, a two wheel die, two die wheel and a one um, spoiler, you put one of you put that count of dice into your Yahtzee cup. Yeah. Shake it up and and then um, and and roll and then you can store them. But then between races, you can go and uh, get your get more wheel dice. And then you have and then the wheel dice have things on them that let you spend to use abilities for the wheel abilities. Exactly, yeah. Which you've maybe also picked up. You've picked up cards that give you abilities. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I like I like the idea. So when I, this is like coming together in a really weird way, but like I had said, what if you hit a ramp and the ramp says uh place uh place a, a piece of track yeah um this this like this many spaces off from where the, the 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 current course is but maybe it's like a combination of that plus your spoiler aerodynamics or whatever oh yeah number for your car so that tells you how so like you have cars that are better at jumping cars that are better at uh, going fast cars that are better at obstacles yeah. traps and on like on a if there is like a jump point you could even have a thing that says like you can try to make the jump and you'll have to roll this to make the jump if you fail to make the jump then you are stalled for a turn and then your next turn you'll go on the regular track just like you would in mario kart yeah yeah it'll bring you back to where it was i kind of love the idea that um Okay, I don't know how this would work with what we just said, but I kind of love the idea that maybe you hit a jump, and when you go to place that disconnected piece of track, maybe you get to choose which direction it's in. It's facing. And so then if it's facing, say you're all going left to right, yeah, and you place that track right to left, well, now you've jumped a shortcut to heading back towards the front of the, the course. Yeah. So now then, then the person who is who was previously first needs to place tracks to try to bend around and meet up as fast as possible. Yeah. I th- that's something I was thinking of. They're going like, oh, that's an interesting possibility with that. Uh, okay. This is, I think this is something. Isn't this something? I think it's something. Yeah. Okay. So we're 30 minutes in. We've, we've decided we have yeah. proof of concept. So, one more big picture question. Yeah. Although we got a little nitty gritty there for a second. Yeah. Are you imagining? What do you? Im- so okay. We I say, hey Brandon, it's time we're gonna play Cobalt Racing. Yeah. Cobalt cart. Co- carts. Carts of Cobalts. Diddy Cobalt Racing. Carts of Plenty. <laughs> Diddy Cope co- Kobe Cart Racing. Yeah. Um, we grab a couple of our friends and we grab the box out of off of the shelf. Yes. What does one play session look like? Are we doing a dungeon dive and a race? Are we doing multiples of each? I think a dungeon dive and a race, right? Like, I feel like that okay. makes sense to be, like, one session, right? Okay. And, like, yeah. I don't know if this game has multiple sessions or if it's a game that you're playing. You know, you're playing. <laughs> if we're going for that early 90s, late 80s, uh, fantasy board gaming thing. Then the way that it works is you've got your tear off pad where you choose your your cart and you and you mark down your updates and then you say that the next time you play you're gonna have that sheet and you're gonna just keep using the oh, same yeah. cart. But you realistically, don't. you're going to lose it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and in fact, you have used all of the pads. Your mom grabbed the pad to like write down some phone call yeah, messages. Yeah. Um, back from when people answered phones uh, and that were attached to their house physically by a landline. Yeah. Um, and so now you're just playing on sticky notes that have always been, actually. You got this game from your older brother who had already lost all of the... I have some weird memories. So, um, so I've got a but, controversial suggestion, though. Yeah. I don't think it's... I don't think it needs to be like a notepad. I okay. think it's a card. I think it's like a piece of information card. Okay, that works Because, too. like... I, I don't think you're necessarily customizing your character. I like yeah. I don't think you're playing as well the, your character the Kobold. I think you are going like I'm Diddy Kong. 
Right. The tariff card part was or the paper cart was just for the cart. Oh, okay. I see. I got I was confused for, it was for the cart. But that could be a card too that you're placing other pieces of card on top of. Yeah. I just like the idea of um I like the idea of a you have your character sh- like there's the piece of cardboard hard cardboard that is your character. Yeah. And you you place your your uh, your model on top of, and then yeah. you, you like it connects to the 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 vehicle. Agreed. Maybe in a cool way where the oh. art looks like the characters are sitting in the car or in the vehicle. Um, <sighs> that would be amazing. A little a little bit forced because whatever. Yeah, it's not going to uh, happen. Yeah, but it's not going to it's not going to fit perfectly. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that could be really fun though. I mean, even just having mm-hmm. like two pieces that like uh, puzzle together. Yeah. And don't fit looking nice, but at least they are stuck together. Yes. Is a is a cool concept. Oh my gosh, I'm getting into board games. What the heck? <laughs> what if we sorry, this is a board game podcast. This is a board now. Game. Yeah. Season what is this? Season five, season six. Yeah. Season five. <laughs> we're doing board games it's now. Board games now. Yeah. After that, we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> do be doing real horse races, because that is the correct yeah, pathway. <laughs> yeah, once once we get through this. Then Brandon's going to finally make it as a druggie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, so from here, I think there's two directions we could start looking in. Okay. One is the kind of conceptual mechanical side of things where we mm-hmm. decide what what are the things that you roll. Like, what are the abilities that you roll on your cards? I mean, on your mm-hmm. uh, dice. And the other is the, hey, do you want to make a racer? <laughs> And I'm cool with either of those because I think we've made actually huge progress mm-hmm. on this game. Uh, and I'm like, I don't know how enthused you are about this. I'm so <laughs> I'm enthusiastic. I'm like weirdly into this. This I'm I'm weirdly into making a board game. I'm me too. Like I I feel like this is actually something I bring to fruition. Like outside of outside of the so like okay stepping way back yeah and thinking about this practically yeah outside of the custom like custom models for the different characters which the rest of the game is really easy to make so because you're talking about like pieces of cardboard with like art printed on them yeah so so what we're talking about and some custom dice let's 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 make sure let's write these out we're talking about dice and a, potentially a lot of dice um yeah that each player has Depending upon how we do it, up to nine dice, maybe more. We would have to talk about yeah. that, figure that out. But that lots like of lot, custom dice. That feels like a lot. It feels five like, to seven feels like the right amount of dice to roll for me. Yeah, I feel like like nine would be way too many to roll. Um, but lots of custom dice. Yes. Um, nine is like you've got your regular seven dice cart. That has a boost effect. I mean, and like once per race or something like that. I also could see, like, we were talking about, like, you replace the tires and you roll more dice. It could be that, like, that the require, like, that the difficulties are higher, mm. and so, like, your your difficulties go above the five dice that you roll. You roll five dice no matter what. Okay. And so, like, you like for this one, you need a turning of four and a speed of three, and you're like, oh, cool, I've got. I have tires that do four already. I'm good. Um, but uh, but that's that's okay. That's 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 uh balancing, which we're a little yeah, early yeah. to be doing you've got, balancing. You've got like you've got like dice that have like speed and uh speed and turning and I'm gonna, uh, ability. I'm gonna put on speed dodge. Maybe speed, dodge, aggro, and magic. Sure, or just magic. I feel like I feel like there's something there with like, with like racing aggressively and or hitting mm-hmm. enemies. Well, and that's where like that's where in my vision of this you have like engine dice, which are mostly have speed yeah. symbols and magic symbols, and then you have like wheels, which have. Uh, like one aggro and yeah. a couple magic and mostly dodge. And then you've got like other things that have like, yeah, you just have different yeah. versions of the dice that have different combinations. Yeah. That, that just, <clears throat> I think that that is super, super cool. It just involves more dice on the table, which is not a bad thing. It just is a thing. Yes. Um, cool. So 
that's an idea. We've got those ideas there, right? We'd need uh, little character sheets. Real quick, I will say, before we move on from that, speed, dodge, magic, and aggro are all things that you could apply both to racing and also dungeon Exactly, yeah. That's that's, uh, what I was thinking with it. Um, I don't know. Speed versus dodge. Speed in the dungeon, I don't know exactly how that is different from each other. Speed versus dodge. It's moving. Oh, that's true. How far do you move? How far do you move? uh along because you've got to move faster than the other, than the other kobolds people. to yeah to uh to get that get that loot yeah that makes sense totally totally good i like it um so we got custom dice we've got like character pads yeah character like sheets basically character sheets or character like cards yeah like, car- uh, i feel like, like cards like- um then we have minis which is yep. probably standees. Okay. That's not that bad, actually, then. Right? Like, I mean, maybe maybe when we kickstart, we do a special thing that we work with uh, <laughs> Hero Forge. A, a 3D printer, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, there are companies that do that. Yeah, for that's true. Hero Forge. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and then a lot of just, like, th- four by four, three by three inch uh, square... Um, Cardboard pieces yeah. that have a, a dungeon thing on one side and a and a uh, and a, a racetrack piece on the other. Oh, this is this is a wild idea. And then little um uh treasure cards of some kind. Yes, yes. That are that are pieces of treasure on one side and like a pile of gold on one side and a race car piece on the other. Oh, okay. I was I was thinking that it's basically just straight up everything is dungeon pieces. Like everything is uh racing car pieces. Like yeah. I don't know if you're getting like a sword of plus 3 or something like that. No, that's what I sorry, that's what I meant. It's it's like on the back, it's it's a it's just oh, a pile of gold. It's like the loot okay. to represent that there's loot there yeah. in the in that room. And then as you and then you grab it and flip it over and surprise the tire. Yeah. Perfect. For an engine. That is less horrific than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, it's certainly not nothing, and I've spoken with people that have made board games and have been like, that making a awful. board game is awful. This is too many things. You are going to hate this. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> but, like... Uh, well, to be fair, I think making one of these would be pretty easy. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's... that's <laughs> making, making, like, hundreds and trying to sell them is the hard part. Yeah, and it could be that this is an unsellable idea. But, like, we might, like, in terms of, like, custom dice, like, we could goof around, we could, we could buy 30 dice, you know? Yeah. And be done. Uh, And, like, now that there's more of these, like, print-on-demand places, you can start to cobble together at least a demo copy. Mm Mm-hmm. Dang, this looks feasible. This is extremely feasible. This is this is disturbingly this, feasible. This is distressingly feasible. I feel like we've missed something. Um and Okay, so then so we've talked about uh racing, we've talked about mechanics for racing, we've talked about abilities. Presumably the abilities are the things that are like the the things that you do different like attack like ram someone else's car yeah. drop a banana throw a, a shell whatever yeah um i don't know anything about diddy kong do you diddy it's the same something like that yeah yeah um and um hook onto someone else's car to draft behind them nice whatever, whatever you do um and so what is and so like you're all of your uh, all of the loot you're getting is is racing stuff so yeah. how does the the dungeon diving work then i think maybe see now this is where there's a possibility we need to add a section another section of things which is not yeah. the ideal situation um my i guess you're fighting monsters um probably using a similar sort of like role mechanic that like it's like mm-hmm. this monster needs to be beaten you beat this monster by rolling Aggro what is the generic five. monster? What are three generic monsters? 
that uh, would be in the tracks underneath of a race course? Uh, a giant centipede. Okay. A skeleton racer. Oh, yeah, absolutely a skeleton racer. And a... How disturbing is a sentient tire? Because <laughs> that was my idea. Just a tire with arms and legs I mean, like, with a sword. A car golem? Yeah. It's not bad. So, like, because you have your, like, your small, medium... You have your small, medium, and big enemies. Okay. That are, like, a tire with an axe, <laughs> a skeleton racer, and like a, a car. <laughs> I was going to say, like, a... Like, a good job. I feel like... If you've got like, if you're underneath a racetrack and like a dungeony thing, I'm I'm picturing like a lot of thin corridors, and so like mm-hmm. something that comes down the corridors that's like long is fun, like a worm basically. Oh, I see what you're saying. That's what I was saying with centipede, not like a little miniature one. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could almost just be more multiple pieces that as it moves through the map, sort of snake style. Oh, even if we if we even wanted to go to that level of granularity. I, I, I mean, always do. One nice thing about having a dungeon that you're like laying out like this mm-hmm. is that expandability is relatively easy. Yeah. Like as long if you if we added 20 cards that are monster cards then like that makes it so that you can just go through the dungeon and each time you enter a room there's like you roll in some way on what the dungeon on what the room is yeah yeah yeah. uh and like maybe the room says like treasure and monster or it says just monster or it says treasure you can do it um but the house in the hill style where there's a little symbol yeah on on the thing and maybe like uh for every one symbol you for every like there's like three monster symbols and so you roll yeah or like it's the monster symbol times three and so you roll three times to generate three monsters yeah uh and then four or like two gold so you generate you grab two pieces of treasure yeah so i'll put monster cards but still like if yeah, you compare this be- to like small world it's still yeah. fewer like pieces than like something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I don't know how you do this because again, I don't know how you make board games. Yeah, me neither. Um, I kind of <laughs> like the idea that like you're so okay. So the problem with the house on the hill, Betray on the house on the hill style, yeah. is that for Betray on the house on the hill, largely. You are moving around. There's nothing in those rooms. You're drawing. You're drawing one card usually of every yeah. of, of of a specific type that's doing an an event or something like that. Um, and we kind of probably want more less event type cards and more monsters and loot. Probably that's um, what I would think. Although it wouldn't be like it wouldn't be horrific no. to have events and yeah like. Once you have an i like once, once we have like a built up thing and like an idea of like how things work together, adding an event wouldn't even be all that difficult. No, it would just take adding cards and adding and playing cards are easy to add. Yeah, playing cards are relatively cheap. Um, the art on them so, might not be depending. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, this is this is an art heavy game. Yeah. Um, so it would be something that we would probably have to kickstart. Oh yeah. This would be the majority. Anyway. This would be the majority of the budget would be art. Art. Yeah. 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 So the other thing that I was thinking. Yeah. So, okay. So we've got, we've got like 10 minutes left in this episode for that's the last of the year. So you have a list of characters here. Um, <laughs> I just got, what started. are, what are the different kinds of characters? Um, and what what kind of like what kind of abilities what what is their thing that makes them unique in racing and in and in dungeon diving so i just kind of my, my thinking was that like having small characters gives like yeah just an excuse to have little small characters i feel like it gives it more of like a thematic like space oh absolutely you know? I, I think it's good it's um i'm i'm seeing goofy 80s board game art of like a bunch of small characters hanging yeah. out of go-karts uh absolutely racing forwards yeah so um, 
So I started just writing like the kobold, the goblin, the kenku, the pixie, the gnome. Uh, yeah. And then I went on Twitter and I said, hey, what are some fun small creatures for goofy hijinks? And I got 50 some responses. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I have not gone through that yet. I've gone through like reading it and enjoying it, but didn't go like, what are what are the six, eight? fundamental things for this mm-hmm. you know um because i also initially had eight because i was not picturing this growing to the point that it has in terms of like what the needs of eight would be well so if i look up mario kart yeah th- that's that's what the issue was but but like even that you have like you have like you have mario and then you have green mario and then you have like three different toads and then you've got baby versions of all of those yeah. so like you really only need like there's one two three four five six characters i think yeah. there's really only six characters i'm just gonna i'm, I'm gonna, just gonna throw this out there there's like six characters in mario kart and everyone everyone in the game is just like a weird is a metal baby dry or evil version of one of those characters yeah. Um, and so Diddy Kong Racing had eight starting characters. Okay, that's a much more reasonable. Yeah, because if we because recent recent Mario Kart is just absurd. Yeah. Plus, again, if you have eight characters, you just do baby, dry, evil, and uh, metal versions of each of those characters. And I think that if we do dry Cobalt, Nintendo will sue us. <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> no dr- it's Dry Cobalt. That's our character. Dr- dry Cobalt is just Dry Bones. <laughs> there is no difference. <laughs> dry Bald. Dry Bald. Dry Bald. Uh, anyway. Um, so, like, I don't know what they do yet. Um, okay. My gut says that, like, that each of them basically has, like, a style of role you know like the kobold is is like a dodge mm-hmm. or maybe he's an aggro uh i don't know what the kobold is um but like because i had kobold goblin kenku pixie gnome pixie is definitely a magic kobold is probably an aggro I would have thought co- Cobalt was speed. Cobalt might be speed. I'm cool with that. Goblin is aggro. Goblin is aggro. Um, Puka is trickster. Puka is tri- tri- yeah. tricks. Magic and, and aggro. Yeah, that's true, because it doesn't need to be just one thing. It's like a magic aggro. Well, because you have... If you have... Okay, so if you have... Here we go. This is it. If you have four abilities mm-hmm. then you have one character that represents each of those abilities and then you have four more characters that represent combinations of those abilities. oh there we go so, so you've got like the kobold who is pure speed no one is faster than the kobold yeah but then you've got the gnome that is speed and magic yeah Neither neither the best at speed nor magic, but does both, but has a, a, a middling ability in both of them. Yeah. Yes, this is how we need to construct this, is yes. to look at it that way. That is perfect. And then obviously uh, each of these would have like some degree of character. They would have a yeah, name. Absolutely. They would have, uh, and like I think feel like, aesthetic, like aesthetically, I don't want to go like super steampunky. No. Like, I want things to be, like, magic-based. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, not necessarily, like... This is, this is fantasy. This is high fantasy. This is high fantasy, yeah. But, like, not necessarily, like, sleek, beautiful fantasy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like these are people that are going into a pit to find parts for their pod racers. Yeah. 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 It's, like, diesel punk fantasy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> this is, like, Gandalf is, like, we've got to get this ring to Mordor. And the eagles are busy. Yeah. And Bilbo's like, I don't, Frodo's like, I don't, I don't know if I feel like it. And the kobold's like, I'll get it there tomorrow. <laughs> the, the kobold throws Where's on his leather car? jacket and is like, yeah. heck yeah, let's go. <laughs> throws on his jacket, buckles on the helmet. Yeah. 
Perfect. Don't even worry about it. I won't even yep. touch it. Just throw it in the back of the cart. <laughs> I'll ditch the whole cart in the in the volcano. Yeah. <laughs> Jump over the volcano. Jump out of the cart. I can't repair. Yes. I can't repair your cart, but I can repair you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. This is this is the thing we may need to work on. I'm I'm really into this. Um. So, okay. Do we need to end? We're at 56. We should probably wrap up. Okay, because I was so, going to say, like, do we know what we need to do for the next step? Yeah, write this whole game. Write this whole game. So, yeah, it's a board game. January write 5th, it. we're going to come back. We're just going to be, we're going to have a whole functional game. Yeah. Okay, legitimately, though, I think we could have the, I think we could have the outline of the whole game. <laughs> I was thinking about how many, I was trying to think about how many cards you would need. Yeah. Uh like race cars like ra- like car uh, race ro- like road slash pit cards. You know what's really nice need. about that though? You know there's some games that like you can change the length of the game by messing with how many you do. Mm-hmm. This game's perfect for that. Yeah. You say yeah, like yeah, yeah. the dungeon the dungeon in a standard game is 12 spaces in a short game it's 8 spaces. Yeah. But I yeah. don't, because yeah, yeah. I have no idea how long each of those things will take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think I think the biggest thing we have, I think we have a really solid, so I think we have a really solid framework here. Yeah. I think we have a really solid idea of what the racing section looks like. Yeah. I think the thing that we are the weakest on is what the combat, like, dungeon diving section looks like. Agreed. Which is fine, because at the end of the day, that could be the role-playing section if we needed, if we wanted a section of this game to be a role-playing section, we could make that section the role-playing section. Absolutely. And that's a thing that, like, you and I can do. Easily. Hypothetically in, in like, seven years. Yeah. <laughs> just knock out a really, just, you know, just knock out a really lightweight role-playing really game. Really quickly. Just, like, about six, six or seven years. Yeah. Yeah, just quickly throw one together. <laughs> yeah. But I'm into so this. I think, I think this is going to be fun. Yeah. And, and... In my continued like make uh make cross media stuff for games, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like how easy is it to have merch for this, and how yeah. easy is it to go like, hey, uh, our buddies over at AMFC, you want to make a racer? Because if you made like adding a racer would be making oh yeah would be selling a, a mini, a mini and yeah. a card. Yeah, that's so yeah, easy. Yeah. yeah. Maybe another couple of dice. A couple, a couple, couple specialty dice. A couple specialty dice, a mini, a card, and like four road pieces. Yeah, which are like which are three unique road pieces and 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 three unique dungeon rooms. Throw some monsters and treasures in there too, and you've got a whole expansion. Yeah, that's a bonus pack. Yeah, eight dollars. Eight bucks. Fifteen dollars. Seventy dollars. That's too much for a booster pack, but hundred and fifty bucks. We're doing this hero quest style. <laughs> That's for the full game. I may need to buy now. Now the downside is I may need to buy hero quest. You don't need to buy uh, hero quest to. Uh, it's research now. It's not. Hero it's research quest now. It's, it's tax exempt. Um, how expensive is this game? I don't think that it's going to be a super helpful. Damn they so they kickstarted for. Jeez, this is so okay. So this is this is on. It's not really Kickstarter. This is this is really all again wildly off topic. It's Pulse, which is Hasbro's like Kickstarter knockoff. That disgusts um, me so, so it's much. Not, to be clear, it's not Kickstarter. It's um, it's pre-ordering is yeah. what it is. Um, but they were looking basically. They say if enough people pre-order this game, we will make it. Yeah. They were looking for a million dollars of pre-orders. They made nearly four. So what you're saying is we're going to make four million dollars on this. Four million dollars. Um, what would you What would you do if we made four million dollars on this? Um, what would I do for? I would make. I would hire someone else to make another board game for me. <laughs> I would hire. I would finally hire someone to finish a space between. <laughs> you hear heard it here, folks. Yeah. If if this game makes all we have to do is make $4 million on this game and a space between will be finished. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I was, uh, there was a, uh, uh, I think it was, it was PK had did a thread on 
how much he charges for uh like design um game design uh analysis and mm-hmm. critique and like and, and guidance and stuff like that um and and how like he had like priced himself out of somebody's work because uh, because even his like his half cost was too yeah. expensive for them but like if we have four million dollars i'll totally be able to just pay pk to finish my game for me. yeah that's true you know this is my new plan this is my new plan for how to finish plan. space between is not work on a space between but instead work on this board game which i will then sell for a million dollars yeah four million dollars and uh and and then be able to pay someone else to make the game for me i bet even if we just took home a million dollars each oh yeah we'd still be able to probably pay someone to finish this space between. easily easily <laughs> that's that's the new goal new goal new so, goal so, 2021, the year we make another game that makes enough money that I can pay someone to make Space Between for me. Yeah, yeah. I think it works. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, great. So, so. Uh, thank you for listening. Sorry it's been, you know what? I was going to say that it, like, it has been like a little bit of a Shaggy Dog episode, but it kind of hasn't been. It's no. just been a board game instead of a role-playing game. It's just game. been a board game, yeah. But like, uh, let us know what you think. Do you want to... Do you want to see us develop this game or because I, I don't know if people like will want this as content or if this is just something we're working on outside of this. <laughs> and like, will we actually work on it if working outside of it? And the answer is yes. I'm obsessed. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. 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 I'm, again, I'm already thinking about how many cards do you need of each shape road piece to be able to make a randomly generated yeah. track, assuming you're trying to make a circle. Yeah. And the players are a little bit on board with that goal. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like, because you could also just do it, like, the you it could be eight pieces long, and you just go, yeah, like, just a go rectangle that's, that's eight. Oh, like, it, could, it do, doesn't need to show the track on it. It could have the challenge. Mm, I like know? it to show the track, though. I like it to show the track, too. That's cooler and prettier. But, uh... I mean, yeah. I'm gonna figure that out. I think that's an ex- I think that's an achievable achievable goal to try to figure out how many pieces we need. Okay, sounds good to me. I'm into this. I'm so excited. So maybe may, do you want to work on that, and I'll work on figuring out what goes on with monsters. Yeah, I think perfect. That makes sense. Excellent. If you have enjoyed this weird year, thank you for for living through it with us mm-hmm. um, and checking in every every couple of weeks to listen to us talk about something, be it board games or regular games or whatever tabletop games. Um, tell us what small creatures you want to see in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us how you feel about straight tracks versus uh, circle tracks, um, and you can do that by email by hitting us up on Twitter. Where together we are at Stop Hack and Roll, and individually I am at And the Meltdowns. And I'm at B. Leon Gambetta. You can find all of our episodes in iTunes, Spotify, or at www.stophackandroll.com. A recent thing on Spotify is that there are now uh, Protean City playlists that are specific for different uh, comic runs. So if you've been looking to get into that, uh, feel free to hit us up at Stop Hack and Roll also to get a recommendation. Yeah. A not so recent thing is that actually the Stop Hack and Roll website is broken for some reason. Oh. So you cannot you cannot get to it by going to stophackandroll.com. You can get to it by going to tabletopmouthfeel.com though. So <laughs> Wait, I'm that sorry works. that you have to type that in. I need to figure out how I, like, I genuinely I have no idea what is broken about the website. I don't know why the URL doesn't work. It's still there. You can just go to tabletopmouthfeel.com and it gets you there. I'm very I've successfully this. forwarded that domain. Oh my god. But but stopbackandroll.com doesn't work and I will figure out why. Um anyway. <laughs> We make this podcast and our other podcast and potentially this board game with the support of our Patreon backers. Um, and so we'd like to thank some of you for the end of this year. Um, some of our, we didn't have any new backers this month, but that means we get to thank more of our old favorites. People like Anurin Harrow, Rogue Schindler, Megan Cross, Jeff Stormer, Nick and Cameron Robertson, Ollie Jeffrey, Devin Preston, Magpie Mirror Test, Tavern Tales, and Sean Knight. If you'd like to help us support our show or fund our uh, foolish quest to make a board game, perhaps, you can check us out at patreon.com slash stop, hack, and roll. I'm going to be like a little bit mad if this like really works. 
And like, this is our greatest achievement in the gaming sphere. <laughs> Just because it's like, we spent years, years doing the role-playing game thing. Uh, if you can't support us financially, uh, wait until the Kickstarter, because we're going to need $4 million. Yep, $4 million. Uh, or support our community by being a part of it. Come tell us about the games you're working on and what's going on in your little corner of the tabletop RPG world. Join our Discord at tinyurl.com slash shrdiscord or discord.stopackandroll.com. And hey, what are, what are, what are you doing down there in that in those pits under the under the, the track? The race is about to start. They're waving the flags, the flags that you know represent stop, hack, and roll. Mm-hmm.